This is your host, Victoria, and in today's episode, we're talking about how can you prepare yourself for a challenging moment or a challenging situation? Should we be focusing on the best or should we be preparing ourselves for the worst? What I'm going to be going through in this episode is five steps, five reflections, five questions you should be asking yourself in order to prepare yourself for any challenge that might come your way. As usual, I would love to know where in the world you are as you listen to this episode, so please take a quick picture and tag me on Instagram at Victoria Sardane. I would love to see. Enjoy! Welcome to the Victoria Sardane Podcast, where you'll discover actionable tools, tips, and tricks, as well as inspiring conversations to support you to change your own reality. We all have immense personal power within us. We all have the ability to be the person we look up to the most and take charge of our lives and our future. Sometimes we just need a little insight, a little change of perspective, and a friendly nudge to take the step. Are you ready? Today we are talking about how can you prepare yourself for a challenging moment or a challenging situation or a challenging circumstance, any kind of challenge that you find yourself embarking on, how can you prepare yourself ahead of time? So as I record this episode, I'm currently in a quarantine hotel in Bangkok, which is part of the reason why I felt really inspired to do this episode, bringing you through the kind of reflections that I internally did as I prepared myself not only for the move, but specifically for these 15 days of quarantine, knowing that they would bring their own challenges as well. These reflections are of course valid for any type of situation you might find yourself in, and I'll be giving some different examples throughout as well. So let's dive straight in. When you are preparing yourself for something that you know will challenge you, perhaps you need to go and have a meeting with your boss and explain something that you're either unhappy with, maybe you wanna ask for a promotion or for a raise, or you just really need to confront your superior about something that's going on at work. You might find yourself in this position where you know you need to do it, you know there's a challenge lying ahead, and you're feeling a little bit nervous. Step one is to remember why you are doing it. I've mentioned this in previous episodes, but everything in life is a choice. Even the things that we don't see as choices, such as paying income tax, or in my situation, you know, being 15 days in a quarantine hotel, it feels like it's not a choice, but at the same time, moving to Thailand is my choice right? Similarly to going to speak to your boss is your choice. Even if you were to, let's say, get an email from your boss saying, come into my office and speak to me now, it might feel like it's not a choice, but in that situation, there's still a choice to go or to simply call it a day, pack up your stuff at the office, go home and never go back, right? So asking yourself, why are you doing this? Why is this something that you have chosen to do? And really remembering that throughout. That's something that I really tried to anchor in my mind. I really tried to remind myself that being here is my choice. Moving to Thailand was my choice. And no matter what situation I find myself in, no matter the difficulties and challenges that might come with either being in quarantine or even just life here in general, it is my choice. And I promised myself I would anchor that in. And that's something that I think is valid no matter the situation or challenge you might find yourself in. Number two is to ask yourself what kind of characteristics would be needed 
for you to get out of this situation successfully. So let's take that example of going to speak to your boss once again. What characteristics would be needed on your part in order to make sure that the interaction goes smoothly? Maybe some of those characteristics are patience, are understanding, maybe it's more along the lines of assertiveness, of really being able to express yourself and not let yourself be stepped on and be able to finally truly share what's on your mind. In my situation, it's something along the lines of acceptance, accepting the position I'm in, accepting everything that comes my way, taking a day to day, not feeling agitated and relinquishing a little bit of a need of control. So in this second question, what characteristics are needed to get out of this successfully? Ask yourself the follow-up question, how can you live with some of those characteristics now? How can you start to integrate them? So in my situation, for example, on the plane over here, thinking about relinquishing control, thinking about embodying acceptance and accepting everything that comes my way. In the example of the meeting, perhaps already starting to feel that assertiveness creeping into your body, taking a positive, strong stance, physically, the way that you roll your shoulders back and hold your back straight and hold your chin up, starting to embody that assertiveness before you've even embarked on the challenge itself. Number three is asking yourself, what does the peak of the challenge look like? So this is the part where it gets quite interesting, right? When we talk about preparing ourselves for maybe a difficult moment ahead, maybe for you it's a challenging phase of life as you, I don't know, return to studies, or maybe as you start job hunting and finding a new job or changing a career path, or maybe ending a relationship. When you embark in a challenging phase of life, the debate is should we be thinking about the worst and preparing ourselves mentally for it, or should we focus on the positives? Well, as usual, I love playing devil's advocate and I think we need to look at both. We need to be cognizant and aware of both. I completely understand the point of view that we shouldn't necessarily just focus on what could go wrong, but I think that being aware of it and preparing ourselves mentally is extremely important as much as it is important to focus on what could go right. So this third question is asking, what does the peak of the challenge look like? The part that is the hardest, the part that is most challenging, maybe the part that goes completely wrong or sideways. Maybe it's the moment during your job hunt where you just feel completely discouraged, where you've gotten your fifth rejection email in your inbox and you feel completely disheartened. You feel like your confidence has completely plummeted. You start questioning everything that you're doing and everything that you are. Maybe that's the peak of the challenge and ask yourself, how will I react when this peak comes about? And what kind of person will I be? And this probably relates very much so to question number two, where we're talking more about characteristics, right? But here we're thinking more about identity. What kind of person will you be? Who will you be when that challenge arises? And what I would encourage you to do in this moment is to actually take the time to visualize that, to imagine it, to maybe even feel what it feels like when you're completely disheartened and remind yourself, okay, when this comes about, when that feeling comes about, I'm gonna tell myself this, or I'm gonna react like this, or this is how I'm gonna shake it off, or this is what I know does me good. And of course, we never know how we'll react in certain situations, but we're better off preparing ourselves mentally ahead of time. So that is question number three. Question number four, is what would be the best possible outcome? So now flipping it in the complete opposite direction. 
what could go well? What positives could come out of this challenge? And how could this actually flip around on its head? Maybe you were to have that conversation with your superior and actually it goes incredibly well. And you have an open and honest conversation and you clear air and you leave feeling so much more confident, feeling like you've finally gotten the clarity that you were seeking. So what could be the best possible outcome? And with this fourth point, I really recommend as well that you engage in some visualization and perhaps do this visualization for several days leading up to it. If you know that you're about to enter a really busy phase of work starting in a few weeks time, maybe for the few weeks leading up to it, every morning you're just taking a few minutes to do a little visualization and really focus and think about what are the positives that can come out of it. And if you don't have as much of a luxury of time, perhaps even just visualizing it for five seconds leading up to the challenge as you're walking towards the office to speak to your superior, visualizing that best possible outcome and let that be the last thing that enters your mind. So yes, we have focused on the negative. We have thought about what could go wrong. We have thought about how we would like to come out of it, what kind of person we would like to be to handle those challenges. But similarly, we want that positive visualization of the best possible outcome to be the last thing in our mind so that we act in accordance with that. And the fifth point is more of a reflection to ponder over than a specific question to ask yourself. And it's really the idea that confidence and character are built through challenge. They are built when we step out of our comfort zone, when we put ourselves in difficult situations. We know that stress is stress, right? Regardless of the situation you find yourself, whether it be mental stress or physical stress, your body can hardly discern the difference. However, there is a big physiological difference between the types of stress that you engage in voluntarily and decide to face voluntarily and the ones that you feel like you are subject to out of your control. So for example, engaging in exercise, right? Choosing to go out for a run in order to do yourself good is very different from finding yourself in a really dangerous situation where you're running away for dear life. Those are different, even though the actual activity is the same. And the difference is the intention. The difference is the choice behind it. And the difference is the act of choosing to engage in the challenge. So keep that in mind as you enter this moment of challenge. And think about the idea that this challenge is not being pushed onto you. You are not subject to the challenge that you are being part of, but you are actually choosing to engage in it. Your body and your mind will perceive that stress in a very different way. It can become the type of positive stress that makes you stronger. Just like exercise, just like choosing to take a cold shower, just like choosing to do a 10 or 15 hour fast. When you choose to engage in a stress, it does not have the same outcome. There is a difference there and the difference is that intention, is that engagement. So think of this as a challenge that you are choosing to embark on willingly. And sometimes that fact alone can fully change the outcome. So I hope you enjoyed this little mini episode on how to prepare yourself for a challenging phase in life. I would love to know which challenge on the horizon you are ready to embark on willingly and which of these five points have spoken to you the most. As usual guys, I'll see you next week for a brand new episode.